Welcome to the long and short of the week ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined today by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thank you very much, Matt. It's great to be here. So having taken a break, uh, a hiatus for, for Easter, I think it's fair to say that markets have not done the same. Uh, so as you look into the next week, what are you going to have your eye on? Absolutely, yeah. You know, after another uh, complex and uncertain week for financial markets, uh, next week is another week uh, where the calendar is fairly light uh, in high-profile data, uh, but there are a couple of developments uh, we'll be watching very closely. Now, firstly, uh, the central bank narrative continues to be the core driver uh, of market and rate pricing, and thus uh, wider risk sentiment, uh, certainly uh, this week. Now, both the US and the UK monetary policymakers go into their respective blackout periods ahead of uh, the FOMC on the 4th of May and the Bank of England on the 5th. But uh, markets uh, will reflect on the commentary of both Powell and Bailey uh, in the past week with respect to rate hike pricing and any geopolitical and economic developments. At the IMF spring meetings, uh, Powell was as clear as possible that 50 basis point hike in May should be expected. Uh, And he stressed it was absolutely essential to restore price stability and that the Fed will not count on supply side healing uh, to rein in price pressures. Essentially, while this week uh, there was much airtime on 10-year real yields approaching uh, zero, the focus will be on raising the front-end real yields currently still in very stimulative levels, and that will be the focus uh, of the FOMC. Now, the advantage that the US has uh, is being uh, its growth. Uh, now, the labour markets and uh, underlying demand, uh, boosted in some part, at least uh, by the COVID rebound, uh, remain very strong in the US. In the UK, however, the situation is more complex. And also this week, uh, Bailey's commentary uh, was much focused. He showed much more uncertainty uh, about the UK policy outlook and uh, emphasised the fine line between inflation and the economic outlook. On the one side, real income shock is a concern for growth. Yet the inflation target uh, remains a critical anchor for the Bank of England. Now, amid this difficult conflict, uh, Bailey expressed a nervousness about giving forward guidance uh, in stark contrast to a market that's now pricing 160 basis points or more than six 25 basis point rate hikes uh, this year. Secondly, uh, on the data focus, uh, we swing back towards Europe next week. Now, over recent months, uh, there has been much focus on the absence of wage inflation in the official data, uh, and that's damped uh, the ECB's reaction function. However, there's also some suggestion uh, of the absence of the expected negative shocks from uh, the Ukraine situation from the European data. Uh, Now, Eurozone forward-looking PMI data for April suggested accelerating services and a surprisingly resilient manufacturing activity at the headline level, at least, despite the war and the implications uh, for the complex manufacturing supply chains. Perhaps it's not surprising that we have seen a near uniform hawkish change in the ECB narrative over recent days, therefore, uh, as we note in this week's blog, uh, and next week's IFO and CPI readings for April, as well as the more retrospective Q1 GDP readings for the region, will be a key focal point for the evolution of the ECB reaction function and the market pricing uh, with the June meeting now the critical juncture 
for monetary policy in the ECB in 2022. Lastly, uh, the monetary policy consistency or inactivity from the Bank of Japan uh, has kept the yen and the Bank of Japan largely out of the headlines uh, for a long time now. Uh, But as uh, inflation and subsequently global central bank reaction functions have shifted more hawkishly almost everywhere else, uh, the Bank of Japan's position has become more of an outlier and the yen has suffered uh, accordingly uh, as spreads widen against it. The Bank of Japan and the MOF rhetoric has stepped up dramatically of late in defence of the yen uh, and markets have so far been wary of the 130 level. But the Bank of Japan meeting next week must walk a narrow path between maintained accommodation to foster this self-sustained price stability that they seek. But at the same time, the narrative uh, can't encourage further yen weakness. We may see a widening uh, of the Bank of Japan's yield curve control target band, uh, and that may give a reprieve uh, to the yen. However, if not, the prospect of currency intervention may come a little closer. Thank you, Neil. A lot to be looking out for in the week ahead. In the meantime, we have the weekend. What have you got your eye on? Absolutely, yeah. We have uh, a full premiership schedule this uh, this weekend as the uh, season draws into its final stages. Arsenal versus Manchester United, uh, who have just uh, signed a new manager in Ten Hag. He may uh, indeed have a tougher job than the Bank of England at this stage. Uh, there are also three derby matches, Liverpool versus Everton, Chelsea, West Ham and Tottenham, Brentford. Uh, we also get this year's World Snooker Championship from the Crucible, uh, often running this weekend. Uh, and uh, at a slightly faster pace, even if Rocket Ronnie uh, is a favourite in the snooker, at a slightly faster pace, uh, the Italian Grand Prix uh, Formula One uh, moves to Italy. With the newfound performance of the Ferrari this season, we expect to see a sea of red uh, behind Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Uh, Verstappen likely to feature somewhere, uh, but Lewis is likely still off the pace for now. Fantastic. Ferrari on home soil, that should definitely be worth a watch. Well, thank you, Neil, for joining us once again, and I look forward to catching up with you again next week. Thanks very much, Matt. Pleasure. Information, data, and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Horizon SRJ Capital, Horizon Capital, or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed at professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.